The Science Weekly, an industry pundit podcast about the tech and innovation of the 21st century. An open discussion between industry experts to uncover how emerging technologies can help solve current societal issues. Welcome to the Science Podcast, and today we have Sadiris with us. Hi, thank you for the invitation. Thank you for coming. My pleasure. Um, please tell us more about yourself and what you do. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Sodiris Themistokleus. I'm the Director of Strategic Development at the Center for Social Innovation. Uh, my background is uh, on political science, education and the use of technology to develop the skills of citizens for civic participation. Uh, at the CSI, we run mainly the research and fundraising uh, department where we develop tenders and proposals uh, and we apply in the European Union primarily to fund our initiatives in the area of social innovation. And uh, we employ 40 people, staff, with uh, various expertise in environment, technology, business, social work. And uh, as, as an organization, our primary vision is to support the communities around us, empower people and improve the quality of life, especially for marginalized people. When we say marginalized people, uh, to be more direct, uh, we mean women, uh, youth and migrants. Mm -hmm. Great. So what is social innovation? And how is Cyprus reacting to social innovation, you think? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question in the sense that uh, we, we always think of social, social innovation as a, a very vague term, which is not, actually. Social innovation is the act of identifying and developing solutions to address social challenges, solutions that will be affordable, and marketable, if I'm allowed, meaning that are solutions that will be uh, part of the economic market and the business sector. What we say, what do we mean uh, with that is that a social innovation enterprise functions and works as a normal uh, business, as every other business. The primary difference is its focus in uh, addressing social challenges. Social challenges that have to do with a variety of, of aspects. A social challenge that may affect a specific group of people, like we said before, migrants or women or youth or elders. Uh, but the social innovation can also be an actual product mm -hmm. that will support uh, the citizens in general. Uh, an application that will provide access to decision making at the uh, community level or <clears throat> uh, an online environment where people can learn, educate, uh, exchange uh, knowledge. So these are parts of uh, social innovation uh, context. Now in, in Cyprus, <clears throat> uh, to be honest, social innovation is, uh, in my personal opinion, mm -hmm. is progressing in a very good pace. Uh, and this has to do with uh, the engagement of all communities of, of Cyprus in areas like peacemaking mm -hmm. and environment. Mm -hmm. the, we can say that uh, social innovation 
in Cyprus as a concept started from bicommunal activities mm -hmm. to address exactly issues of uh, discrimination, conflict uh, and division using, let's say, neutral areas like the environment. Mm -hmm. So we saw social innovation initiatives uh, in the environmental area from both communities mm -hmm. where they were uh, <clears throat> doing things in the buffer zone to protect the wildlife in the buffer zone, for mm -hmm. example, or to raise awareness about environmental challenges in different parts uh, of Cyprus, mm -hmm. meaning the whole island. Uh, starting from that, um, and after a few years of uh, having, let's say, uh, social innovation as a medium of bicommunal collaboration, it evolved in a more business-oriented uh, environment, which is, uh, I, if I'm allowed to say the term, it became more mature. Mm -hmm. uh, and we see many uh, organizations working in the social innovation area, uh, meaning working in uh, fields to support uh, marginalized groups, as we said before, but also to develop solutions to address social challenges in a very successful way. Uh, many organizations uh, that are in the business market uh, producing social innovation products and outcomes uh, are successful. I don't know if this is a, a positive indicator, meaning that we have a lot of organizations in the area, but it's, it's something. Mm -hmm. What I would say that uh, it's positive also is the, the gradual slow but gradual improvement of the position of many marginalized groups. Uh, starting from uh, migrants, from uh, gender issues, uh, sexual orientation issues, uh, we have to be honest that we saw a slow improvement, but we saw an improvement. That's very good. We are not at the point where we want to go, not mm -hmm. even halfway, but we passed the beginning stage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think that has to do a lot with um, organizations working in, in the areas of, uh, of social innovation, trying to address social challenges, and at the same time trying to be healthy businesses. Okay, great. Well, how do you measure the impact on social innovation? Okay, measurement is always a problem because uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tool to be manipulated. Mm -hmm. uh, in our case, and uh, in uh, the Center for Social Innovation uh, in CSI, we, we measure uh, the, our, the impact of our work as a social innovation-based organization from the, the follow-ups and the reflections we get from our uh, participants in uh, trainings, workshops, and initiatives. But also in the long term, we see how many people of those that we supported and collaborated with become autonomous and independent in the market, uh, especially in the market, but also uh, their position in the society, meaning that it's very important to see how many uh, businesses or startups are created by women, mm -hmm. by young people, by migrants, how many elders 
are reactivated in the society from the elders that we go out and we support uh, in capacity building. Um, it's very important to see how many products uh, make it to the market, uh, how many uh, solutions that we suggest. For example, we, we have an application uh, to support the digital capacity building and digital skills for elders. Mm-hmm. Uh, an indicator is uh, if this application will make it to the market and become self-sustained as a product. So uh, we see that we provide solutions to social problems and challenges, but also it's very important to see how many of these so- solutions will become sustainable in the market. So that's an indication of s- if things are going well uh, in our case. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we want to find one single, let's say, indicator, it's the reflections we get. Uh, we have a, a set up process to measure impact through questionnaires and follow-ups uh, in the three months after an event, uh, six months after uh, an initiative, and uh, after a year. Mm-hmm. If we get positive re- reflections as CSI, we see that we are doing something uh, good. In the big picture is what we said before. If we see a small improvement in areas of policy making, in the business, in the market, we see more women in higher positions, we see more startups for from young people, we see uh, rural areas having some development, we, we, we believe that we are in a good uh, track. And um, we have to be honest with ourselves. We are not, again, at the position we want to be. Uh, but I think at least the private sector, uh, and especially the private sector that focuses on addressing social challenges and social problems, has a lot of potentials. Uh, We see, as I said before, especially after the access of Cyprus in the European Union, uh, a progress in the area. Uh, We are at the level of getting more mature uh, and more experienced. And also um, we see organizations and institutions from all over Europe Mm-hmm. Uh, looking and inviting Cyprus-based organizations to collaborate, to provide know-how, uh, to exchange good practices. So this is also another good indicator of the progress of social innovation in Cyprus. Great. Also, how do you reach out to people who are in most need of social innovation but have no access to the internet tools? <laughs> how do you manage? So that's a, that's a challenge, actually. Uh, it depends from the people. Okay. I mean, uh, if it's young people, we go to universities, we go to coffee shops, uh, we go um, uh, to places where we know that young people are gathered, and we go there and we try to inform them uh, around, let's say, especially in the universities. So that's one sector. Uh, in uh, with elders we also go to uh, the local communities and local authorities to uh, elders treatment uh, and care services uh, and we, we go on the spot and we present our work 
if we want to target uh, students or teachers, we go to schools. Now, the general public, uh, it's hard to uh, communicate massively your message without using technology uh, or the internet. You can use the mainstream media, which is TV, newspapers, and radio. Uh, but uh, again, we try to um, be visible and participate in many uh, events and uh, festivals and uh, happenings to communicate our, our work. Mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> and uh, from our experience in uh, CSI, uh, as a tip, if I, if I may, uh, is the best way to attract people is make yourself visible. Mm -hmm. And visi visibility, is, as you said, is not only uh, in the social media, but it's in, on, on real life and real events and real things happening around. Thank you. So I have my last question for you. What are the common elements you think of social innovation throughout the world, in Cyprus? The, the primary common element is, of course, the the essence and the major pillar of uh, social innovation, which is addressing social challenges. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is what is common, uh, commonly uh, shared by all organizations globally. And this is why I think organizations working in social innovation area uh, in Cyprus are the most networked organizations or one of the most networked sectors, let's say, globally. Mm -hmm. uh, because our vision uh, in social innovation to improve the quality of life of people, to protect the environment, to provide solutions uh, in challenges related to gender issues, uh, migration, youth, uh, are, not are not issues that are local, are not issues that, not issues that concern Cyprus alone. You cannot protect the environment only of Cyprus. Of course. Or you cannot address migration issues if you don't put them in a global context. So uh, what we share in common is a vision of a better world, uh, a world that we understand uh, and we accept that is interconnected. And because it's interconnected, we uh, understand and we try to work together uh, to address issues uh, of social importance that cannot be sustainably uh, addressed if they are not globally, uh, if there is not a global collaboration, let's say. Mm -hmm. So, concluding in this, I, I, I would uh, like to believe that we share a common vision with organizations similar to the Center of Social Innovation uh, and other social innovation oriented organizations uh, on a global scale and that uh, our effort is work to work together to improve the quality of life of all people uh, on this planet to protect um, all uh, living organisms let's say mm -hmm. on this uh, planet protect the environment and uh, make things better for from local to global level Thank you very much, Sotiris. It was a too. lovely conversation. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.
This podcast is brought to you by Science, former RISE, the research centre of excellence in Cyprus, focusing on interactive media, smart systems and emerging technologies. For more information, please check our website on science.org.cy.